Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. So today I decided that I was going to share my top 10 uh, favorite exercises. Now, this list is not exclusive, and it definitely has changed over the years as uh, I've gotten better at things or as things are no longer easy for me, they kind of fall off the list. But um, I was kind of... uh, like stumped a little bit because I went back and I went, wow, there's a couple that are on the list that had fallen off the list for a number of years, but I kind of brought them back because I learned variations of them. So anyway, I figured it would be a good idea for me to share my list with you. And uh, you can either agree, disagree, or, you know, whatever. So it's all good. Anyway, um, these are not in any particular order, uh, just because, you know, stream of conscious thinking, and, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right, so the first one that I was thinking about was squat. I, a long time ago, used to love to squat. When I was younger, um, I was a catcher, so obviously squatting was a big part of my muscular strength and endurance and essentially the ability to move in that low position. And um, I did the traditional barbell squat, and everything was fine. And then, of course, your knees start to ache and, uh, you know, things start to happen and you kind of shy away from it. And so for a long time, I haven't done it um, properly. Like I did bodyweight squats, but I got away from the barbell stuff because I just didn't want to deal with it. So um, recently I've discovered uh, the ATG uh, system, knees over toes guy. And uh, Ben Patrick, if you want to Google it, look it up. And there's tons of videos and uh, TikToks, YouTubes, all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, um, he reminded me of how I used to squat before. And that was with my heels raised and then going as deep as possible. Somehow through my training for being a fitness trainer, I was told, you know, only squat down to 90. And then you know, you start seeing all these increases in knee injuries and whatever is because we're not actually moving the joint to its full mobility, we kind of start to stagnate and um, we're creating issues for ourselves in the future. So he said, hey, you know, squat like the old dudes did, like back in Russia and everything else where they had complete strength going butt to, you know, ass to grass is initially how it started. So um, I started squatting like that and I kind of like it. I can't do it for very long periods of time because I totally get gassed because you use every part of your quadricep as you squat down, but that is one of my exercises. So uh, we'll recap and we'll go over that. Dumbbell rows. I like a lot of upper body stuff and my back is pretty strong, especially my upper back. So the rows are fantastic. I do them light. I do them heavy. Um, I always do them with a dumbbell. Um, it's just something where you can get a really good stretch and reach down and, you know, it gives you that nice shape of your back. So that's definitely one of my favorites. Tricep extension. Um, this used to be a very, this was one that was on the list and fell off the list and now it's back. 
And the reason why it's back is because I'm doing them differently than I did before you do like dumbbell kickbacks. And, you know, like for me, you know, that burning sensation kind of makes me nauseous. So I'm not a huge fan of it. And I started doing a kettlebell overhead extension where I let my um, hands really drop back really far. So there's actually a shoulder stretch in the process of doing the extension and then, you know, pushing it straight up in the air. And that seems to really get my triceps where I want them to be in terms of strength. And, you know, when you get your feedback of like having a little soreness and I feel like the strength is there a little bit more because I have that shoulder extension as well. Next one, bicep curl. My favorite, always been my favorite ever since I was a young athlete doing my stuff. And essentially it's because you can do concentration curls, you can do in and out curls, you can do hammer curls. I mean, there's so many different variations. And so it's always like that tried and true exercise that, you know, you could do it however you want and you still get pretty good results. Um, Single leg deadlifts. So that is a fun one. Um, I like it because it really helps work on balance and balance is fun for me. And um, I like the idea of using the entire leg to help pull my body upright. So that's kind of um, an interesting challenge. And again, there's some variations. You could do same, uh, same weight, same foot deadlift. You can go cross. So there's all kinds of things that you can do so that you get the maximum benefit of the balance as well as using everything from your glute all the way down to your toes. Pullovers. Um, I like pullovers. I've always liked pullovers. Again, it's I'm an upper body person, so it's kind of neat having that Um, and I typically use kettlebells, having that weight pull over my shoulders and really feel that. And then that push through that ends up getting that, um, I guess it's like lower chest muscles, right? That's the one that kind of gives you that upright look, you know, kind of thing. So I love doing pullovers. I can do those all day long. They're fantastic. Glute bridge right? So we got to get down to the core, do that stuff. Um, This is one, again, tons of variations. You can do a regular glute bridge, you can do a glute bridge hold, you can do a single leg glute bridge, you could do a walking glute bridge. I mean, there's just a ton of variations. So really, it depends on how I feel. If I'm feeling like I want to challenge myself, I'll do the walking one because that includes the glutes as well as the hamstrings, which is always a good thing. And, um, you know, if I really want to go for it, right, I'm doing the single leg raises, right? So, you know, going down and really shoving that leg up in the air. That's always a nice one if you um, are looking for that strength and want to activate the glute muscles. You have uh, another one that was on the list and then fell off the list. And this was obviously, well, not obviously, because you don't know that. Um, I was very concerned about my neck when I was younger. I felt like my neck was the source of my migraines, so I was very mindful of making sure that I didn't do any exercises that involved my neck, so I dropped off of push-ups, I dropped off of a bunch of stuff, and one of the ones that I brought back that I really appreciate bringing back is the shoulder press. And I do them slowly, and I do them with extreme heavy weight. You know, I just go with either, for me, heavy weight is like 20s, 25s, and just do that shoulder press. Make sure my hands are facing toward my ears um, because that allows me 
most of my shoulder mobility. You would laugh right now if you saw me because I'm doing the exercises as I'm talking to you all. Um, but anyway, that's turned into another exercise that I actually enjoy. And I love seeing how strong I'm getting by just making an adjustment in the way my hands are facing. Um, because before I used to do kind of the shoulder press like a military press, so your palms facing out in front of your body. And there was limitations in that. And then I would hear the clicking, clunking, and all that kind of stuff. And I just turned my hands toward my ears, and that kind of goes away. Um, bird dog. That's another good one. I like the bird dog. Um, there obviously are variations to it, but it's a good solid core exercise. It really gets you everywhere from your shoulder to your calves. Um, and then of course you can, um, bring in your hands and, you know, knee to, um, elbow and really crunch in and then extend. So it allows that full muscular or not muscular, but skeletal kind of extension. And that's always good, right? To move your body. So I like that you could do opposites. So that helps with balance. And I think it's a fun exercise to do. And again, it doesn't require a ton. You could do weights, you could do without weights. It's really up to you how you want to challenge yourself. And then the final one is the Turkish get up. Um, I don't know what it is about this exercise, but I think I just like the amount of movement that you do. And I actually should probably correct that. It's a half Turkish. I like the full Turkish is a little bit too much sometimes. And, you know, I kind of want to phone that one in, but definitely like the half one, which is, you know, hold that kettlebell and then get yourself to sit up because you're just using all those muscles to get you up off the ground. And a lot of times as older adults, maybe not you, but definitely for me, you know, it's not easy to get up off the floor anymore. When you're kids, we play on the floor, we sit funny, you know, and then our parents yell at us because our knees are turned in funny or, you know, whatever the case may be, right? And that's usually not a problem. As we go older, we're like, oh, you know, I can't sit like that or I can't sit long, you know, that kind of thing. And so the process of being able to get yourself up off the ground becomes a, an event, right? It's not just like, oh, I'm just getting off the ground. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm finding myself really sitting on the ground, doing more things on the ground. And because of the Turkish get up, I'm able to like bounce up off the ground, which is not something that you would think would happen, but it does because you know, you work it and then it works for you. All right. So let's recap. So number one is the squat. Two, dumbbell rows. Three, extensions, tricep extensions, sorry. Four, bicep curls. Five, single leg deadlifts. Six is the pullover, seven is the glute bridge, eight is the shoulder press, nine is the bird dog, 10 is the Turkish get up. Again, anything you do, you get to choose, right? So you could do it with weights, you could do it without weights. Um, some of these exercises like the glute bridge kind of stuff, you could possibly do every day. I think a lot of the bigger muscle stuff you can do um, every day, as long as you're not trying to blow your gears, you know, it's like, oh, if you want to do like a set of 10 real quick or throw it in, um, just so that you can get it stretched and that's fine. Um, you know, the smaller muscle groups, I wouldn't necessarily do something every day because then you're just going to exhaust them and you're not giving them a chance to recover properly. So that's kind of it. That's what I got for you now. Um, this is a shorty. 
Um, but I just wanted to share that because I think it's important for, you know, I don't know, for you to think like, what are your, you know, top 10 exercises? What are ones that you, you know, no matter what you're doing at the gym or whatever, you always find yourself, you know, being pulled back to that particular exercise because it's a fun one for you. So if you want, please share it with me on social media. Um, all my stuff is able to find, you're able to find me. Um, and thank you so much for listening and have a good one and I'll catch you later.